it's in the hole. Yeah. Great punt, man. Auto press episode six zero JP sixty. Damn, that's a good number. Sixty. And you think there'll be, go ahead. Be a sixty at the PGA this week? No. After talking to Brendan, no. There'll be no sixties. <laughs> no sixties. Yeah. Um, coming up here in a little bit, we just got off the phone with Brendan, who is out at. TPC Harding Park. We got JP at Sylvania, Ohio. Tell yeah, everybody what you're doing this week, quiet. JP. I've kind of kept it quiet because uh, we had to take COVID testing, and not that I was concerned that I was going to have it, but if but, I would have had it, I would have had to leave immediately, and that would have just been embarrassing. But you, but you were concerned you were going to have it. Well, I mean, I traveled through an air, through a bunch of airports to get here. Um, Rented a car and went to some suspect places here and there. So, you never know. But, I don't have it. I checked in and registered and took my test at 7.50 yesterday morning. And was able to still go do all the practice rounds and got my results tonight. Well, that's great. And you're clean. I'm clean. I'm good to go. COVID-free podcast. COVID-free. And it's exciting. So it's the Marathon LPGA Classic. I'm caddying for Laura Restrepo, who actually dates uh, Trevor Sluman, friend of the pod. Yeah. So that's how I got set up here. It's a good it's her first LPGA Tour event. She won on the uh, Symmetric Tour last year. So that's how she got in. No offense, but what? why did she call you to caddy? Um... Probably my price point. <laughs> yeah. That was your selling point? Was your price point? I don't, I don't know. I, I just, she knows that I like golf and I'm easy to get here. And I don't, that, that's a hurtful question. Look, I'm a good caddy. You know, this is kind of, I'm going to play the victim here. I just said I don't, don't she, I just said don't take offense. I don't know why she wouldn't call me. I, you're, you've got first-hand experience in my caddying skills. That should be the last question you ever ask. <laughs> I was just wondering why, with with your history with Lexi Thompson, hold on, is Lexi Thompson there? I've seen her twice. I, I walked right by her yesterday, and I saw her coming, so I hid my face up behind my mask. <laughs> I've got a really cool Gainesville Red Elephants mask, though. Nice. Yeah. So did she recognize you? No, no chance would she recognize me. Okay. All that right. was back in 2014. Yeah. Well. So. Yeah. Lots. Lots have happened since 2014. Yeah. Well, what did you think of the golf tournament last week? I mean, we had the, we got the third an interview with the third round leader coming up here in a little bit yeah um i mean i i got to watch it from the plane on sunday which was enjoyable i was all primed and i fell for the guy man i mean sometimes things just don't go your way yeah i was hey um is is all our audience knows and probably a lot of them. We had, there were a lot of people rooting for him. 
Uh, I think he knows. I think Brendan knows that. But um, I came home and had a little party pack of beers and got all excited. And um, I mean, it was still, you know, I think through twelve holes, I think he, I think he was in a five-way tie for the lead. Still, yeah. So, um, and then we asked him about his his shot on thirteen that you'll hear where hit it right over the flag. And sometimes, like you said, things just don't go your way. But all, all you can do it, is get it there, try again. It's gotta be tough because, like, like he had that three putt that kind of didn't help any hit, any causes. But then, um, you, you probably start pressing a little bit from there. No, I'm sure 100. percent No, it's like, oh crap, I just missed that short little one. I haven't made anything, and now, now I've really got to get this going. It's a feeling we've never had, we never will have. Right, and then. You know, I, I think it's always easy to look back on it and say, man, if I just shot one over that last day, you know, I'd finish second. Well, I mean, it's not like you weren't, it's not like you weren't trying the whole time. Um, right. Because it, you look back, I, I agree, you look back and go, man, you know, if he tried to even bar the last day, he'd finish solo second. Well, it's just never that easy. <laughs> it's, right. As it, easy as it seems. But wish it was. Yeah, if it was that easy, if you just said, "Hey, will you take solo second and even par, never tee off?" You'd probably say, "No, I'm going to win." Right. But uh, he he sounded he sounded good. Sounds like the game's there. Sounds like he likes his golf course. Which yeah, is good. Sounds like it's going to be long. Yeah. Every, I, everything I've read sounds like it's a it's a I mean, it's 7,200 yards, but it just sounds like it's going to play really long. Right. It's interesting hearing the different people talk about it. Like, I I looked up, I guess Brooks did end up having a, a press conference, even though I didn't think he was going to. But he said that it's a bomber's paradise. He can just hit as far as he wants to. And then Tiger's saying that there's a few big holes, but there's a bunch of small holes, too. Whatever that means. I guess it's short, short and long yeah and there were um, a, there were a lot of people trying to compare it to you know beth page where brooks won last year and saying oh it's a redo of that but i think that's i hope it doesn't turn out like that um i think probably brooks brooks is the ultimate troll by the way oh 100 percent. i like brooks now i, I haven't for a while oh, i'm just so i'm wishy-washy i don't know his hatred of Bryson DeChambeau no, he, and, and public berating of him is amazing. Yeah, he definitely likes to, I mean, the whole Ant thing that, you know, Bryson was trying to get a ruling from Ants and then Brooks hit it over there fairly close the next day and, you know, made a snide comment about it. I think I saw an Ant, but yeah, I don't know why they won't pair them together. They're scared. But people would watch. People are going to watch anyway. That's very, that's very true. It's a major. The, the last time that it was here for the match play, Rory did pretty well. And I guess that there's a lot of right-to-left holes. Yeah, I don't Rory know. Just hasn't, Rory hasn't come back from COVID very well. No, Rory's been struggling a little bit for, for Rory. Right. I mean, he's got different expectations. 
but I don't know. Yeah, that Brooks thing was incredible. Or not Brooks, that Bryson ant rule. No, it was just a farce. And it is a rule. If you're in a fire ant bed or stepping in one or you're close to an alligator, yeah, you get released. But you can't just make them up. I wonder what he's going to do this week. He's had a controversy every single week he's been back on tour. Speaking of getting drops, I remember getting a drop at AU Club on number 16. My ball was in the hazard, and there were ants close by, and there was a rules official, and I was trying to get relief from them, and I kicked them around with my feet to stir them up before the rules official came. You did? Yeah, and I got relief. <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, At that time, I didn't know you could get relief in a hazard. Yeah, even if you're in a hazard. Yeah. So My dad almost threw the blows of some guy once about that. That's a that's a good rule to to know just in case you're in a hazard and you may be worried for your safety. Yeah. But I don't know. You got any picks for the week? You got any notes? You got what are you thinking about this tournament? I don't know. Um I mean I'm afraid. I'm afraid that it's going to turn into like a Brooks and Bryson and Justin Thomas tournament. I'd rather not it be just a bomber's paradise, but I am a little concerned about that for my yeah. for my watching sake. But you know, we do get we do get primetime golf, which is which is always good. I, I do not like Tiger, I can tell you that. Why? He hasn't been playing. It's going to be cold. He's going to come up with, you know, his his back's, his back's not going to be great. I mean, just, just the usual stuff with him lately. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I know you don't like that, but what do you think yeah. about your boy Tiger? I, I like him a lot at twenty two to one. To what? To win the tournament? Yeah. No. You don't? No. He's, he... he's been outside. He's been there all week. How's he gonna beat these guys that play that have been playing every week? Because he's the best. I mean I think um I would I would like somebody like John Rahm at ten to one. I think John Rahm's a pretty good pick. He is. You can get Brendan Todd at sixty eight to one. Tony Finau. I mean Finau. A lot of good I like it because a lot of really good players are playing good. How about Bones is back on the bag again? Is, is he? Yeah, is Justin Thomas done with this guy, or is this guy sick? No, he's he's sick. He uh, his regular guy. I think they thought he had like heat exhaustion, and then um, they came back and said that maybe he had some was getting some more test run to find out. He's just not. He's just not well. Not doing good. 
How about Justin <laughs> Thomas's dad is the swing coach and is there every week? Yeah. Oh. That's okay. You don't like it? I mean, it just seems like a little much. It just seems like a little, like I said, a little much to have your dad there every week. Yeah, I've thought about that. I think that'd be but. hard to have him have your dad as your swing coach. I mean, obviously they've they've they done okay it with it. Number one player in the world. Um, the thing that I'm curious about was you think Bones and Phil are still friends? I don't know. So I didn't see the interaction on the uh, first tee on Sunday when they were paired together. But there were some tweets out there that said it was a kind of a strange interaction and they didn't know if it was a joke or if they'd seen each other beforehand and already talked. But I didn't see the actual interaction between them on the first tee. Yeah, me either. Ian, I I mean, we don't know the... We don't know the story behind why they really broke up. I mean, you don't. I mean, Bones went to work obviously for NBC, and nothing's going on with NBC. So, why shouldn't he go caddy for Justin Thomas? I would if Justin Thomas yeah. come in and said, "You want to come caddy?" Sure. I mean, and he he caddied for Matt Fitzpatrick a few weeks ago too. Yeah, and he finished third. Well, Bones one, has had a pretty good run here. <laughs> he's had a third and a first. I mean, if you got guys like that wanting to caddy for it or wanting you to caddy for him, sure. And you don't have anything else to do. You think it felt good? I mean, it, it had to have felt amazing to just sit there. It, it, it's got to be like getting fired from a company and then you guys both make a proposal for a, for a big sale somewhere and you get that, you know? Yeah, like, assuming he got... Assuming he got fired. Well, he's not there anymore. He didn't leave on his own. He wasn't like, hey, NBC might be a better gig for me. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of satisfaction. Although Phil did finish second. Yeah, the oldest player to ever finish in the top five in WGC. That's pretty impressive. Yep. What I did see a stat that uh of third of Justin Thomas's 13, 13 wins nine have come against limited fields really <laughs> yeah like wgcs yeah. and some stuff like that he was going off at 80 to 1 after the 36 holes he was still your boy's sundog monkey touted him for Saturday night, I can't remember what his odds were to win on Sunday, but he picked him to win on Sunday. He took him? Yeah. Man, Sundog Monkey, way to go. Yeah, picked a winner. Dang. I can tell you what I like this week is Brendan Todd at plus 350 for a top 20. There you go. Throw it on. I mean, he and also said he played with Kisner today. Kisner made five birdies, won all the money. Kisner was... was that, a, that was only nine holes, wasn't it? Or did they play 18? Uh, I think they played 18 because he said or that... Or was he saying Riggs was out there for the back nine? He said Riggs from Barstool was walking with him the back nine. Okay, so they played 18. I was wondering because they were like, yeah, he made five birdies, I made two, and Seth made two. 
And I'm like, wait a second, only nine holes? So I got backwards there when they were talking about rigs. <laughs> got all excited. At first, I didn't love rigs from Barstool for golf, but during COVID, he dominated just living at Pinehurst. <laughs> Stay at Pinehurst for 99 days. <laughs> He's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't want to go to Pinehurst for 99 days and just play golf? Yeah. I think he's the best. Good for him. I think he's the best. All about it. Um, and he's out there. He's out there just watching Tiger. Tiger knows who he is. Yeah, they put up some videos from that. That's great. It's good that your your boy embraces it. Yeah. I mean, he's Who's my boy? Tiger. Oh. Why don't you like Tiger? I I like Tiger. I just wish he played more. That's all. Wish he played more. That's okay. That's fair. I mean, I just think I I just feel like with Tiger when he never when all these guys are out there playing and they've played since everybody's been by playing since what June. I mean, all the big names have been playing, and then Tiger's played twice, and how he thinks he can go compete with those guys and realistically beat them, I just don't see it. And, I mean, that's fine. It just, that's just my take on him right now. And then He's always kind of had his own schedule, though, working for the majors. Right, but he wasn't 40, how old is he now, 42 or 43? 43, I think. You know, 10 years ago, that was fine because he was already that much better than those guys to begin with. Now he's not, and he's not playing at all. And then he comes out and he'll shoot 38 on his front nine, and, you know, he will bat on, he'll make the cut, and maybe finish top 20, and everybody will be like, oh, he's almost back, and then he won't play for another month. Well, he's going to play a bunch coming up because he's going to play in this, and then he's going to play the playoffs. We we hope. I mean, maybe he'll he may skip the first playoff event just because. Hmm. I oh. didn't know that the winning rewards gave two million dollars for first place. <laughs> How about they give five hundred thousand dollars for tenth and zero dollars for eleventh? Did you watch the end of Tiger's press conference today? No, I did not. He, like, it was a Zoom call at first, and then he got up. So they must have big screens in there. I, I can't see it from the other way. But um, you, you got to go and watch it, at least watch the end of it, because he gets up and he thanks everybody, and he goes one way, and the camera's still going on because it's live, and then he just comes back and he, like, walks across, and then all of a sudden he walks across again. He walks back and forth, like, three times. He doesn't know how to get out of there. He got, like, lost in the press conference place. It was pretty good. <laughs> I'll have to watch. But, no, I, I didn't. I hadn't seen any press conferences. All right. Well, I don't have a ton, ton else to really talk about. What are, you, what are your tea times this week? They are – let me look real quick. Laura sent them to me earlier. This golf course is pretty good. You need to, you need to let everybody know 
put some stuff on Twitter about how to. Oh yeah, I should your, do a your tea times thing. and. I should do a whole thing here now. Cats out of the bag. Yeah, a few people know. We play at. 221 off of 10 on Thursday with and then we play at 901 off of 1 on Friday pretty similar to the Brendan Todd nice well I like it got a lot of golf to keep up with Probably gonna win the tournament. It's on Golf Channel. <laughs> I hope y'all do. I don't know. I mean, I didn't know that Laura, and I knew I knew Laura was good, but she's impressed the hell out of me with her ball striking for the past two days. And we played with a few girls that have won out there. So well, you're gonna. Yeah, be... I like it. Keep us updated. Yeah, today we had a water drinking contest. You had a what? A water drinking contest. <laughs> I um, drank nine bottles, nine bottles of water in the 18-hole practice round. Is it hot? No. Her, her whoop. She has. She wears a whoop. Her recovery is 46. I figured she was dehydrated, so I challenged her to a water drinking contest. Try and get that recovery going, you know. Yeah, you got it figured out. I think you're. You're you're made to be a caddy. Yeah. Obviously. Crap. Try, trying to do a uh, graphic for. Hmm. All right. Well, JP. Good luck, and um, yeah, everybody stick Enjoy around. The and, that's right. And we'll be back next week. Or will you be back in studio next week? Yeah, I fly back on Monday. Boom. Then I shouldn't be leaving for a while. We'll do it live. If she does win this thing, the tournament goes to uh, Scotland. However, I am yet to update my passport, <laughs> so I will be stuck here. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, good luck this week, JP. Auto Press fans were joined by the one and only Brendan Todd from San Francisco. Well, I guess Hillsboro. California, and obviously we got JP with us, but JP, where exactly are you again? I'm in Sylvania, Ohio, which is near Toledo. Okay. Not that that helps anybody, because they don't know where Toledo is either, probably. JP's caddying, and we have deemed this a COVID-free podcast, because JP passed a COVID test, too. Yeah, I've I've passed two of them, but they... It's funny. I don't know, Brendan, you, when you did yours, is it immediate results? No, it's, uh, it's usually about two hours. And this week we had one of the uh, lab machines break, and so there was a long delay. And so it took us about um, three and a half hours to get our results back. So you had all these players and caddies on Monday afternoon just hanging out in the parking lot. <laughs> waiting to go practice so no, a lot of guys didn't get to go practice till about 3 30 on monday so they, they won't even let you on site no they won't let you go on the property if you don't have your test results so so the lpga tour i i just got my test back about 25 minutes ago 
Mm-hmm. They let us. They let us go on site. I've, I've, we've done two practice rounds already. Nobody got their results back till this afternoon. Oh really? Wow. Pretty, That's pretty incredible. Crazy. Yeah. And, and was that a saliva test or a nasal test? A saliva. They had to mail it off somewhere. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's like, it takes 48 hours, 48 to 72 hours to get that test result back. Brendan, uh, Those are the ones that we do before our charter flights, and those are the ones we do if we're home for a week. But whenever we get on site, we always do the nasal swab test, which is How bad is the nasal? painful for those of you out there that haven't done it. So it's bad. So how, how many have you done now, like five? Uh, I've probably done 10 of them. Oh do one every week and the week of Hilton Head I had to do two because my caddy was a contact tracer because he stayed with Nick Watney that week who tested positive so I've done more than I'd like but uh, I'm happy to get to play golf every week on the PGA Tour so it's definitely worth it. So well, when we first got on the phone before we got on air JP was asking about your Instagram post so you're in a hybrid and you said that was into a par four. So, um, yep. How's the, that was into the par four twelfth, which is a really good hole. It's a dog leg left a little bit of a blind tee shot. And, um, I had 213 yards to the front and 241 to the hole after a good drive, a little bit into the wind. I smoked a hybrid and it flew 213 and finished 220. I had still had a 60 footer left. Ooh. Yeah. So it's, um, the golf course is playing pretty long. There's um, three or four par fours that are pretty short where I'll be able to hit, you know, lob wedge or sand wedge or pitching wedge into. And then uh, the two par fives, I might get a wedge in my hand. And outside of those four to six holes, it's very long. And I'll be hitting a lot of clubs between hybrid and six iron into the par fours and par threes. Has the rough grown up pretty well too? It's uh, it's pretty thick. Um, it's a little bit spotty, but you can get some really thick lies. Like I tried to, I hit it in the right rough on a par five today, number four, I believe, dog right left. And I tried to lay up with a six iron and the ball. It basically just rolled about 50 yards down the fairway and I had 280 in. So uh, you got to be careful. Sometimes you got to just take your medicine, hit an eight or nine iron down the fairway and, and, um, you know, play smart because the rough's pretty thick. And it's, you know, they're watering the golf course a lot to the green right now. There's a lot of morning dew. We had a pretty heavy marine layer fog this morning that provided more moisture. So yeah, the rough was, was really like wet until about noon. Marine layers, the, I've been watching Golf Channel a lot. I think I've heard marine layer about as much as I've heard social distancing or unprecedented times. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, that's a good comparison. They're watering the course. That place looks lush. They hand watered it last night. My caddy said he was out there walking the course from 5 to 8 p.m. And they had a team of 10 guys that would go around and hand water each hole, tee to green. Jeez. Do they, are they like, wanting it to play said, really he long? He said something like, he said, man, you could drown in this water out here. He said, oh, it'll dry out. He said, it, it doesn't take long to dry this place out. So. I think, yeah, I think they're just trying to keep it lush and alive, um, you know, and just control the firmness of the fairways for a little while because we still were getting rolling. The fairways still had a good bounce to them, even though uh, they're, you know, putting a lot of water on it. The greens are pretty firm. 
They're a great speed right now. They're probably rolling 11 and a half, not too fast yet. But it feels like if they let them go a little bit, they could have them purple in a minute. I was I was reading some stuff online, and it's people are talking about the greens being fairly flat and thinking there's a lot of makeable putts out there. Does that seem yeah, a fair that's, assessment? That's they were redone, I bet, maybe six years ago before we played the match play. So they're a really pure bent with just a little bit of Poana. Um, not a lot of Poana, just little spots of it. So you feel, you feel like you're going to get a really true pure roll on every putt. And I would say they did a really good job when they redid them of keeping the edges pretty flat, uh, keeping the sections uh, pretty smooth. So if you hit the ball, you know, in the right corner of the green, you're within 10 feet, you know, you, you feel like your putt is only moving, you know, maybe a few inches and it's going to track really good. So, you know, that's, that's the good thing is they've done a great job um, keeping the rough short around some of the bunkers. So you're not going to get a, you know, a really bad break if it rolls through a bunker sitting in some deep rough and the greens are really pure. So I think you'll see some pretty good scoring, even though it's, it's going to play long and it's going to be really cool and kind of foggy at times. Was that 2015? Was that when they started the groupings or whatever for the match play? It was. Yeah. I played a, I played the match play that year. It was round Robin. Yep. Groups of four. Okay. So you're familiar with the place a little bit then. I am. Obviously, that was five years ago, but yeah, I remember um, just about every hole. They've changed the routing. They, well, they changed the routing for that tournament so that the 16th hole was what is now 18. The dog leg left around the bay or around Lake Merced with the cool cypress trees off on the left and the clubhouse on the right. And I, I believe they did that because they think most matches end somewhere around the 16th hole. So in order to capture, um, you know, some pretty cool final holes there. They wanted to make sure that 16 was, was that hole. Interesting. And we, we don't have to talk about that. We, I just, I just pulled up the Wikipedia on that. Yeah. No, no reason, no reason to bring that back up. We'll skip over that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so is, is there any real big difference between, um, you know, this week and the, the PGA Tour week as far as um, testing or people on side or anything like that? So far, I would say there's more people on site, uh, maybe a little bit more PGA Championship staff. Obviously, a lot of coaches are here. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, they, they do have you know a really large tent set up for us for locker room and dining and everything. So, I mean, it still feels like a major. Um from the infrastructure standpoint, not so much on the golf course, but around, you know, the, the area that we hang out. Um, but, you know, I think but without fans and because the, we won't have the large crowds that usually have a major, it will feel a lot more like a PGA Tour event once we, once we tee off. The interesting thing these last few weeks, and especially last week, it seemed like around, I guess there were a lot of houses around the course last week, so there was some decent amount of applause from some people. Um, right. Yeah, I guess that's you, a good point. I guess you won't get much of that this week. No, I don't think there's a house on the golf course and not really a way to uh, sneak up to a fence and watch very much. So I think it's going to be pretty quiet out there and you'll be relying on the, uh, the good play and the announcers for your entertainment. No, that's great. Yeah, I didn't want to comment on the announcing. 
Oh, yeah, Rick from Barstool's out there. Yeah, Riggs, he watched uh, our back nine today, him and Kisner buddies. So I played was, today with Sepp Straka and Kevin Kisner. Was Kisner carrying his own bag? What was that about? Oh, man. I didn't see that. No, he had his caddy out there. Oh, Riggs posted something that had Kisner, like, double-strapped, carrying it up a hill. I might have been yesterday at some point because his caddy was one of the guys that, you know, it took four hours to get his test results back. So, yeah. um, you know, he was out there trying to play nine with his with his coaches. And so I'm sure they might have taken turns or one of his coaches carried his bag for a little bit. Gotcha. That's pretty cool. You were recovered by Barstool Sports today. There you go. I've made it. Truly a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> have you gotten any? Who won the match today? Oh, go ahead. Kiz played great. He made five birdies, so he won the most skins. I believe Sepp and I each made two or three. So do y'all have a gin game set up for later? <laughs> no, we're all staying at different places. Um, we should. We all love to play. No, I, I don't blame you. It's fun times. Absolutely. JP? We just went what? Sorry, I was looking at the weather for the week. I'm trying to see <laughs> why they're why they're watering the place if it's gonna be like sunny or something. I just I feel like San Francisco is just a very wet climate and I'm very stunned that they're out there watering it. That bothers me. <laughs> I, I feel like it's gonna be like congressional when Rory was just hitting mud balls and at the US Open. So I think they you know, very low humidity out here and so I do believe that the grass can dry out pretty fast, especially since it's mostly like a Poe bent fairway and a bent grass greens that are already really firm. And there's just a chance of drizzle tomorrow morning, and then we're going to have, I think, nothing but um, sun and clouds throughout tournaments. So they should have um, great weather, I would say, for a good, firm, fast setup. Yeah, that's good. That's what you, that's what you want from Yeah, it's right? definitely what I need. You know, I need the fairways to be running. And preferably the greens to uh, play pretty fast to keep the scoring um, closer to par, probably. Yeah. How how weird is it to just not have fans around though for a major? I mean, I know you've been doing. It's it. really weird. Yeah, it it's pretty crazy. I mean, the majors you usually have to budget some time either during the round or after the round for for autographs. And I would say. Uh, you know, that's making things a little bit smoother, a little bit faster out there in practice. And, and I'm sure once the tournament gets pumping, you know, I mean, last year was a really exciting PGA with Tiger uh, trying to chase down Brooks on the back nine at Belle Reve. And the fans were really into it because Tiger was in the hunt. So, you know, we're definitely going to miss that energy um, this week. But, you know, obviously for us players, we always have the, pressure and the excitement of trying to win the tournament so i don't think for from the player standpoint we notice it quite as much well they have leaderboards set up and everything they were saying last week like there weren't leaderboards set up around wgc that you could really see it is that true or can you stay in touch with they had leaderboards leader? last week there maybe weren't as many as normal but, but i feel like every out. every four holes you could see a leaderboard and this week i didn't pay that much attention but i guarantee they'll have one every four or five holes are you a leaderboard watcher? Yeah, I mean, they usually put them in places that are pretty hard to miss, so you might as well just check in and see where you're at. It'd be funny if they had those leaderboards that have the uh, <laughs> the video on them, 
and then you got like a 20 footer up here in the background and you can see your video hopefully they turn that off that happens all the time actually especially at the bigger events so like the players championship on 17 there's a really big screen and a lot of times you know a guy will be putting on the green and you can look up on the the big screen and watch him putt <laughs> it's maybe a one second delay that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so I've seen that at, at, at some of the bigger events. Um, and, I mean, they, they can have it here, too. Or, or, like, you'll be playing, and they might be showing highlights of somebody's round. Yeah. So, you, know, you might be between shots, and you're you're over there watching, you know, Rory or somebody hoops some putts. Hey, you could see where the putt breaks that you're about to hit. You could. Yeah, I mean, that definitely uh, is something that could happen. Will you watch any of the coverage? I mean, you you got a late tee time the first day. Will you watch and see what the course is doing tomorrow or uh, Thursday morning just to see how the course is playing? Um, I, I always like to check before I go out for each round where the pins are. And a lot of times on Shot Tracker, you can figure out how far the par threes are playing. So if you wanted to practice certain shots on the range, I think that's always a good good warm up habit. No, I think that a makes a lot of for sense. You this week. JP, when you you can you can have all the par threes dialed in on the range for your girl. Yeah, I gotta I gotta do that. I've been watching YouTube clips of past marathons to try and figure things out. <laughs> Is that the name of the tournament? The marathon Classic. Gotcha. Y'all don't play in- Inverness, do you? No, they played there last week. Oh, they did. Oh, cool. That's a good track. Yeah, they said it was really hard. We played with a couple people that had played over there. It is hard. I think six under won it. Wow. Yeah, I played three, a college event there. Three rounds. There's only three rounds? Yeah. This is a four-rounder. Kind of big deal. <laughs> this is a major. I know. Um, we have similar tee times. We go at 220. Well, you're West Coast, though. So yeah. I missed their first round. Kind of. And, and I get to watch a prime time. I know I looked at the I looked at the tee times today, and it said that Brendan had said you tee off at like 5.05 Eastern on Thursday. Yeah, it'll be 5.15. I'm like, damn. He'll be watching all night. You might need two screens so you can watch JP on one and uh, hopefully me on the other. <laughs> yeah, let's go. There's a lot yeah, of – Let's go, Stu. A lot Pick of co- up your game. A lot of coverage I'm, options this week. I like it. You're a professional podcaster. I mean, you might, you might as well like the part. How did Rachel get inside the ropes to give you that big smooch before the round the other day? They changed the rules. Well, she's a she didn't get inside the ropes, but she, you know, got on the grounds because basically after John Rom won the memorial and his wife, I believe, I think so. Beyonce, yes, I think Kelly, his wife. Um, you know, she can't. She somehow had gotten in and, and came up and gave him a hug and a kiss, but she did have a mask on. So, uh, a lot of the there were a lot of people calling the tour asking how she got the, got in there and why can't other um, spouses watch their husbands play? And the tour, so then the tour, you know, looked at it and thought about it and said, well, you know, it makes sense for them to be there. They're they're our sport group, and we're um, you know we're likely going to expose each other anyway. So, right, we're could clean. She, they're probably pretty could safe. She, could she walk the whole round then? Yeah, so she could watch um, all four rounds. She just couldn't use the clubhouse. Oh, that's great. I do believe they had, like, you know, maybe some designated bathrooms for them to use. And, um, yeah, so it went pretty smoothly. And, yeah, I know there were a lot of wives up there watching, and I think that was, uh, you know, a good adjustment by the tour. I mean, they had to start out really safe, um, go through all the precautions, 
you know, having no fans, no spouses was one of them. And I think now, you know, come around to the idea that um, they can watch. But um, I believe that at this event, no spouses are allowed to watch, nor maybe the U.S. Open yet. So um, it still is different week to week. I mean, like you're saying, that just seems ignorant. You're going to talk to them. You're going to see them anyway. Right. Exactly. let Let them go out there and hang out. Yeah. I'm on board with that. Well, what are they going to do at the Masters? That's a million-dollar question. <laughs> I heard they're just going to let um, brother-in-laws in. They're going to let what? Who? Brother-in-laws, so you'll be in too. <laughs> <laughs> Immediate family and brother-in-laws. That's perfect. Yeah, I'm, yeah. On, I'm on board with that's that. That's good, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. I'll tell Fred that that's um, auto-press approved. Yeah, Fred. <laughs> Hopefully Fred doesn't recognize the name. <laughs> <laughs> Twitching gears. So just to kind of recap, I was looking back, Brennan, last time you came on with us was after you won in Bermuda. So okay. since then you won my Coba. You almost won the RSM. You've had two fifty four hole leads in the last month featured on CBS coverage, which haven't obviously gone the way you'd like, but, um, right. you know, you're obviously playing some really good golf though. I mean, what are you kind of attribute that to other than, I mean, I know when we played last week at the beach, you changed putters or you right. went back to the other putter. Um, you know, is it just getting a good feel again on the greens? Obviously you're hitting it great. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, coming out of quarantine, I was swinging really well still. And I just wasn't putting very good the first couple events there at Colonial and Harbortown. And when I got to Hartford, um, I started swinging even better and kind of got the putter rolling. And it still wasn't a great week for me on the greens. But, you know, shooting 18 under the first three rounds was uh, awesome play and wasn't able to close the deal or play the golf I wanted to on Sunday. But I really was only a couple of putts and you know, one bounce away from being right there with Dustin, I think, coming down the stretch. So, um, overall, a really positive week. And then uh, Memorial um, was kind of a good building week for me there, shooting 68 on Saturday. Sunday was tough again, but the weather was, was pretty crazy. And so, um, that was sort of a good rep for me before Memphis. And in Memphis, I think that golf course sets up really well for me because there's a lot of par fours that that turn and uh, force you to kind of play your tee shot to a spot and then have a short iron in. So, you know, I was able to take advantage of a golf course that's not as long as some of the other ones we play on tour and and score really well. And I was just putting lights out. I had switched putters, like you said, before Memorial to a heel shafted slant neck putter uh, made by sick, just like the, the previous one I was using. And, and those putters are really good for me because the head's a little bit heavier. They have grooves. Um, a variable face loft that I think just optimizes my launch and, and, um, it, you know, really gives me a pure roll. So when I get on with those putters, I think I just make a lot of putts and that's what I was able to do the first three rounds last week is, you know, hit it pretty well and putt great. And, um, it, it wasn't my best week with my swing as seen maybe there on Sunday on the back nine, I made a few loose swings, you know, still was really positive to think to play that well to be beating, one of the best fields in golf uh, through three rounds. Um, 
and I just Absolutely. gained more experience on Sunday there. So, so the nothing, but positive, nothing but positives from the week. I, I didn't really get the putter going on Sunday again, and and you know that's something I've got to work on. I've got to learn to um, putt a little better under pressure um, going forwards because I think really that's been the difference in those final rounds is just not holding any putts the first you know 10 or 12 holes to give me any momentum going yeah. down the stretch. You know, if you look at Justin's round, he played a perfect front nine, four under, probably hold a bunch of 10-footers, and then gets a couple of good breaks on the back nine and turns them into pars and dirties, and all of a sudden, you know, there's your winner. And if, and that's what it takes to win. So, um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm just happy to be knocking on the door, and now I've got all this experience behind me that I can uh, draw upon going forwards here. Yeah, I mean, gun, you, or go ahead, JP. How do you how do you proactively work on that for your putting to get yourself in those precious situations? Just more reps on Sundays, or is it something you can do in practice? Yeah, I I definitely am beginning to employ a little bit more of a you know some putting games that put some pressure on me. So, you know, I've always I remember back when I won in 2014 at the Byron Nelson, I was doing some of Mark Brody's drills where. You know, you see, you hit random five-footers, and you see how long it takes you to make eight. So, you know, it says, like, tour average would be, like, ten putts maybe to make eight. Um, you know, and the elite guys maybe do it in nine holes or maybe eight or nine holes. So, and then you can do it from ten feet. You know, how fast can you make five? Fifteen feet, how fast can you make three? And, you know, that puts some pressure on you just there trying to complete the drill as soon as you can and maybe beat your previous record. And then I think maybe playing some gambling games on in practice rounds, just trying to get uh, get some putts that matter to you, which I did today, playing skins with the guys. And you know, again, I didn't make some of the putts on the back nine today that I that I wanted to make. Um, and so I think that's just kind of a you know an area I can improve going forwards. And I think when I when I figure it out here really soon, I'm going to be um, knocking on the door again. Um, just a. Kind of so, talking about the your Sunday round, you hit a. I thought you hit a pretty good putt on ten, um, that didn't go in, and then you yeah. had a, you had a fairly close putt on twelve. So then on thirteen, it looked like you hit it right over the flag, and it just flew the green. Um, was that just adrenaline or? Yeah, I think uh, so. On thirteen, I had one seventy to the pin, which is a you know pretty stock seven iron for me, and. We had a little, we had wind off the right with maybe a little bit of help, um, but it was only blowing four or five miles an hour. So we hadn't been putting a lot of stock in the wind that day. And, you know, I, I had 161 front. I briefly mentioned eight iron to my caddy, and we decided that wouldn't get to the pin. We needed to make, you know, try and have a good birdie putt. So we decided to hit a smooth seven. And I just flushed it. I mean, I hit a nice draw right at it, probably the best swing of the day. And it looked like it might have flown 180 yards to the back fringe and bounced over. Yeah. You know, into into kind of a so-so lie. <clears throat> so, you know, that was unfortunate to make, you know, such good swings there on 9, 10, 11, 12, and miss those birdie putts. And then you hit another great shot and you make bogey. Right. You know, just like I was saying about Justin, you know, I, I made a good swing and maybe got a bad break and, you know, he might have made a couple swings that weren't great, and he got good breaks, and and that's what kind of gets the momentum going or takes some momentum away. And yeah, you know, I mean, back to those putts. I mean, it seemed like the theme on Sunday all week. I was putting great, making good strokes, and my focus was staying in posture and 
just hitting my lines. And on Sunday, I was hitting my lines, but my speed was just a little bit firm. So it seemed like I kept missing them over the top edge. Yeah. Well, like I said, all you can do is is keep getting there. And I I felt like you were probably a little down Sunday night, so I sent you a bunch of stats. Mm-hmm. Um, the most 54-hole leads on tour this season, the most rounds of 65 or lower, the most rounds of 63 or lower. So, you know. Yeah, that's, that's pretty amazing stuff. And I'm, you know, obviously super proud of that. And, um, <clears throat> I think that the, the maybe the frustrating part is both of these last two final rounds, A, I only had to shoot 200 to win, and B, if you shoot 70, if you shoot one over, one or two over, you still finish top five. <clears throat> so to turn those into not top tens was, was probably what was bumming me out the most. It's just like, yeah. it's not so much that I not only didn't win, it's I played so bad that I, you know, I don't really get rewarded for, I was basically, I was 30 under for the first six rounds combined. And I finished out of an 11th and a 15th. So that's, um, yeah, that's what, I've, that's why I've got to improve. I mean, it's, you know, at least in golf, you always have things you can you can work on. And, you know, for me, it's closing out tournaments. My scoring average in 2019 was probably 68, and this year it's been about 75, so on the final rounds. Well, the, the good news is you've got three majors over the next three months, and you're playing right. some great golf. That is good news. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe I figured out and, and have a great week at one or all these majors and, um, you know, We'll be having an even better discussion here in a few months. Hold on, you got to talk about the FedEx Cup playoffs too. You got to say FedEx Cup like thirty-five <laughs> times. Well, we've got the Wyndham Rewards. Yeah. Race. Uh, you know, we've got two weeks left in that. I'm in ninth place, <clears throat> and um, they did a I've simulation. Got... You've got a fifty-three percent chance to finish in the top ten of the Wyndham Rewards. Oh, oh my gosh! That's... Think about. Think about how high it would have been if I would have just top five last week. <laughs> <laughs> so the the Wyndham yeah, Rewards so, I mean, that, end good, after Wyndham. Yeah. yeah, it's it's uh it it ends at the Wyndham Championship. They put up the money for the purse, I believe, two million for first, and five hundred thousand for tenth. So and zero for eleventh. So it's um it's a big deal, and it's something that you know I'm aiming towards and. You know, hopefully I can get it done the next two weeks. Yeah, dang, but I didn't know all that. No, I was just teasing. You, you read, like, they were showing the uh, premier groups today or whatever, and it starts out as Justin Thomas, Tiger Woods, <clears throat> Rory McIlroy, and it starts out a combined five FedEx Cups are in this group. Wow. <laughs> it's just, how about this is a major. This isn't the FedEx Cup championship. How many PJs have they all won, right? That's a good point. Well, they've probably won, what, about six combined? Yeah. So Tiger's probably got four. Rory's got one, and Justin's got one. Speaking of numbers, I want to backtrack one more time. Uh, John Rahm said that his 68 at the Memorial was the best round he's ever played in his life. And you shot 68. On Saturday. How did, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Was that, is that true? Um, it was not the best round I've ever played, but I did play really well. Nice. I don't think you can, I mean, I don't care what the conditions are like. Four under par is still only four under par. Yeah. Um, and you know, when you compare it to some of the, you know, more, some of the seven, eight, nine, ten unders of shot, I would say those rounds, some of those rounds are better. 
Yeah, Brendan, a couple weeks ago, you missed out when, um, when you ghosted the podcast, but, um, JP had so many questions lined up for you about Memorial. Oh man. I mean, you, you probably lucked out. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. I had to miss that. Um, (laughs) fell asleep at the beach there. (laughs) Yeah. I was ready to go. (laughs) You, you still went JP. How much different was it? Was it different at all with Tiger being there or did that not matter because there's no fans? Um, this week? Well, at the Memorial and then again this week. Yeah, it didn't really matter. You know, it doesn't change anything because the, the, there are no fans. Um, yeah. That's interesting. You know, obviously, you're always, you're always happy when Tiger's playing. It's good for the game, good for our sport. Um, and it's good to have a chance to, you know, maybe beat him. So. Or uh, I'm hopeful that um, I see him late on Sunday. Yeah, you almost got paired of them up there. Uh, I know. I missed him by one spot. Man. But uh, I, we were talking about it on the chipping green on Friday. We were, we were just hoping we'd make the cut. And you and Tiger fortunate, were talking? Yeah. Fortunately, we both made it. And then um, and we both improved our position. So it was, so it was a positive are, weekend. You guys are buddies. Do you have his phone number? And we're basically tight, yeah. No, I don't. I don't have his phone number. Um, well, we'll, why didn't you we'll play practice? He says hello. Uh, Maybe tomorrow. No, I, didn't, I didn't really think about it. I'm not, I think I'm going to take tomorrow off, get some extra rest before uh, four big rounds on a tough course. What kind of whoop recovery yeah. scores have you gotten out there? Mm, I think I got around 30% last night. Uh-oh. But that's okay. I had flown yesterday in practice, so. How did that work? Did they do a charter flight? Tonight. I'm going to have a big number tonight. Uh, My charter. Yeah, there was a charter flight from Memphis to San Francisco. We fly on United planes because they're the partner of the PGA Tour, and they're really well done. It's super easy. Um, You just show up, and they take your bags to the plane. You walk on, sit down. They do one, one service through the plane, and. Uh, there was plenty of space. Everybody seemed like almost everybody had their own row. So it's like private. You don't have to go through TSA. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's really easy. And we do we do get um, you know we do they do a metal detector wand and they do check your book bag. So you know it's safe. It's definitely they definitely do their job. You know they're not just letting us on the plane, but right. we don't go stand in the TSA line now. So when did you have to take the COVID test for the charter flight? Saturday after my round. So you finish your round, and you have until 6.30 to get your saliva test done. And then um, we had our results back Sunday night. Took the charter Monday, and we arrived here, get our cars, come straight out to the uh, testing area, which was pretty close to the golf course, and go to do your nasal test. And then we had – I thought it was going to be two hours to kill, so I came – and dropped my bags off where I'm staying and went back out there hoping to practice and had to wait another two hours in the parking lot for the results. I saw um, last week, I think Brandon Grace was maybe in second going in the weekend, started feeling bad, and then tested positive for corona. Now he, I guess he can't play this week. Oh, wow. Uh, I did see that he had to withdraw last week. Yeah, he was yeah, in second place. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's wait. crazy. I don't know if he had to... I'm not sure he had to withdraw or if he chose to withdraw because he didn't feel good because 
I'm pretty sure they're 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 letting guys play. If they've tested positive and are asymptomatic, then they can play and once them. But he might not have been asymptomatic. Yeah, I think so maybe he I think I think they said he had some symptoms and asked to be tested. Yeah, so I think in that case he does have to he does have to sit out for a little for probably the ten day transmission period. Yeah, so he's out of the out of the PGA. Yeah, that's a bummer. Mm. Did anybody fail this week? Not that I've heard so far. I mean, the PGA Tour has done a great job. I think. I mean, the... yeah, they've done a really good job, and I think we're. I feel really lucky to be out here, getting to work and being around people who are, you know, motivated to be COVID-free and, you know, getting tested. So I think, um, you know, we're lucky to, to be doing this and and getting to play for a living. I've, I've always had – I always come up with these conspiracy theories once in a while, and some <laughs> of them revolve around Tiger Woods. And <laughs> my new theory is that he doesn't have to get tested. <laughs> I think that one's wrong. Is there any truth to that? I think that's false. Right. But I have not seen him. I have not seen him at the testing facility, but he's only played two events. Well, I, when I did the – because you had to do the vault test. When you do the, the at-home one, you have to do a Zoom call, right? Right. And I asked the girl if, she, if anybody had seen Tiger doing that one, and she hadn't heard of anybody seeing Tiger on the Zoom. And you'd think that that would be a big thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. But I guess there's HIPAA rules probably. Um, but I don't know. I mean, how do you have Tiger commit to an event and then he fails the on-site test? I, I just don't think they'd take the risk. <laughs> oh, man. Hopefully would it's you, bigger than Tiger, but I don't know. Would you care if Tiger was asymptomatic and had COVID and played? Well, that, that's happening all the time, that guys that are asymptomatic. Oh, yeah, the COVID groups. The COVID money yeah, list. The COVID groups, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... I would have a problem if he wasn't getting tested. But you know what? The PGA Tour keeps a lot of, you know, important stuff um, private. And, you know, test, you know, drug testing is, is one of those things. So, <clears throat> yeah, there, we, you know, we players don't know um, the ins and outs of all the testing, you know, who, who's been tested and who's been, who's failed drug tests or, or COVID tests, you know, they don't have to tell anybody. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Got to protect the brand, right? Uh, Bryson would agree. Yeah. <laughs> 100% got to protect the brand. <laughs> oh. Well, J- JP, are you? <laughs> if you do the right thing, your brand will be just fine, right? Before you're playing this week, do you come up with a score in your mind for a major? Or do you just go out and just play one shot at a time? Are you, are you thinking, you know what, 9-under is going to win this week? Something like that. Like, like uh, well, I, I mean, I've thought, I've thought about it. I think I think 8-10-under is a pretty realistic winning score. I think that would be pretty darn good playing. Um, do I think that that's something that will be easy to, for me to shoot? You know, maybe not, but I do think that two under par per round is uh, definitely pretty attainable the first couple rounds. You know, we'll see how it gets, how the golf course dries out and if it gets, you know, firmer on the weekend. Um, 
So, you know, I think if, I think the, a goal of shooting one under per nine or two under per 18 is, is a pretty realistic goal. Okay. But, so, hey, you know, then again, I haven't, haven't teed off yet. We'll see. Right. <laughs> I might walk off Thursday with, you know, a couple over and say, wow, that was pretty tough. I don't, I don't know how easy that's going to be, but somebody's going to do it. How about, how about John Daly withdrawing because he's uh, scared for his safety? Yeah, you, you believe him, JP? He doesn't want to drive all the way across the country. <laughs> <laughs> and, they won't, and they won't give him a golf cart to play in. So. Yeah. He said I'm diabetic. A big factor for him. He said I'm diabetic. I've had knee surgery. I don't want to fly. I mean, there's a I lot have of... to go. Stuart and I can't can't look at his Twitter from our personal Twitters. Why not? He's blocked both of us for some reason. Mm. Separate incidences. Stuart got in a fight with him. What did you fight with him about, Stu? I get him in a fight because he was getting, he was either getting sponsor invites or somehow getting in over Brendan and he mm -hmm. didn't like that because <laughs> he'd play like seven holes in WD. And I think I'm like, dude, if you're going to do that, just don't play. There are other All people right. that deserve that spot. And this is probably like 2010. <laughs> his, his tweet though, I wouldn't read it today. It was hilarious. He's all taking the high horse, but he threw all this stuff in there that's all stuff he could take care of himself. I mean, he was like, yeah, people, here it is. I'll just read it right here. People keep asking why I WD'd from PGA. California is now number one in cases slash deaths. I had knee surgery. I'm a diabetic, and I don't feel comfortable flying. Being too close proximity to small crowds, risks exposure with my health, and it's not worth it. God bless you all, and be safe. <laughs> See? He just don't want to play. That's fine. He played last week on the Ally or the Champions Tour. Yeah. Well, guess he could he drive to, there. He got to ride in his golf cart too. Yeah. He's funny. All right. He's funny. Brendan, we won't keep you any longer. I know you got This has uh, been great. Got Thank dinner you guys and for having me on again. I'm uh gonna hopefully go put four rounds together here really soon. Well, let's do it this week. Sounds good. Nice. You got the best draw, man. I love that late morning. You just keep the momentum going. Yeah, I think late early is really good this week. I, I could see the golf course drying out a little bit by Friday afternoon after a couple of days of sunshine. So hopefully it works out for me, and um, we're at the top of the board on Friday. I'll have fun. All right. Thanks, see Brendan. Thanks, guys. See ya. If you see John Dever, tell him hello. Okay, I will. Thanks. <laughs> see ya.